Hello, my little bear cubs. Oh, my well, God. Don't. No, go, go for it. Hello, my little bear cubs. It's Papa Bear on the mic. And I want to welcome you back to Secondhand Therapy. Where? Just need to remind you we're not therapists. We're not experts. We're not licensed in any way. We're just sharing our experience with life and uh, our therapy. Aren't we, little boy? We sure are. Thanks, Bear Cubs. Don't. Don't. What? Don't talk to my Bear Cubs. We haven't had the vote on if you're Mama Bear yet. You're getting a little too comfortable with Daddy's Bear Cubs. Okay? <laughs> so here's what I need you to do. Yeah. Watch it. Pull it back. And hit that music. Okay? Enjoy the show. Hit the music, though. slut right excuse you <laughs> you're, you're a little slutty no i mean i i can be i think anybody's capable of being i didn't ask what you're capable of yeah i said who are you <laughs> didn't i i'm gonna be honest yes my little slut tell me the truth i wish i was a little bit more slutty really yeah what do you mean? Tell me more. <laughs> I always have these like these uh, these fantasies, you know, when you're when you think like oh, when you're in a relationship, mm. even if it's a good one, sometimes you have these moments of being like, "Oh man, if I was out there, <laughs> you know, yeah. I'd be running this town." You know, you'd be like, "Oh, I'd be I'd be doing this and that," and and then you get single and you just sit at home and eat turkey sandwiches, and you're like, man. But that's you at 40. Have you always been like that? Because you were on the road for a long time. Yeah. I uh, it, Hooking up on the road is not as easy as people think it is. There's a lot of factors that go into it. Sure, sometimes you get lucky, and like the stars line up, and you get to be a little slutty, and it's great. But very rarely does that happen, because usually the people that are coming out to shows are coupled up. Or they're with, if even if there is a large group of girls, it's somebody's birthday or a bachelorette party and good luck, good luck picking that off. You know what I mean? So like, even on those moments, it's got to line up. And mm. so, and as far as the dating apps go, when you're single and you're touring, what I'm, I'm linking up with somebody, I'm matching with somebody. It takes, it takes people weeks to like match with you. And by the time you get home, you're home for like half a month. And then somebody's like, this person in St. Louis wants to meet up. And you're like, well, that was three weeks ago. So not right. happening. <clears throat> so you did a good job of not answering my question. <laughs> I said, I said, I wish I was a little bit more slutty. Sometimes. But you're pretty slutty, right? You got a little fuck boy in you. Uh, yeah, yeah, I've been known to been known to yeah deliver that dick like UPS. 
Definitely, definitely when I was uh, when I was younger, way way more when I was younger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's why I ask. Okay. Okay. So my therapy session this week was. I I never had a hoe era. Never. Never. Never had a hoe era. Oh, hold on. Not you weren't even high school hoe. No, it's three hundred pounds. Was <laughs> high school hoeing in the cafeteria? If that's what you're talking about. No, really. No, and I got my first girlfriend when I was seventeen, which was my senior year of high school, and we dated all through college. So oh. I didn't have college hoe either, buddy. I fucked up. I know. Yeah, I know. I never had a hoe era. So. I've been thinking lately that it might be time for old Lou Bear to open up hunting season. <laughs> okay? Oh, really? Because the salmon are dipped in honey. <laughs> and I'm hungry, aren't I? So I went into therapy. And I was talking about this on about <laughs> the fact that I've never had a hoera. And that I'm having these thoughts or like urges to just go be a slut for a little while really yeah what did you how did your therapist respond to you being like um i'm thinking about being a little slutty this summer i didn't say it like that right that's how i'd say it i know you would you talk like your dad (laughs) um he he was kind of surprised he was surprised that i never had a hoe era yeah um but yeah, he, he, he just did the therapist thing. He's like, hmm, so why do you think that is? And yeah, I was like, well, I've never done it. It sure seems like a lot of fun. Mm. Uh, I'm in LA. There's many attractive women here. And who doesn't like a buffet? <laughs> you know? Okay. Um, <clears throat> so you and I have talked a little bit about this privately. Mm-hmm. So I decided... To get actually active on the apps. To get hoeing. To get hoeing. I, um, yeah. And when I say apps, I mean Hinge. Because I don't, I have one app. I don't do the other ones. You're solely on Hinge? Solely on Hinge. Well, that's probably, you got a hoe on the other, Tinder and all that. That's for hoeing. Yeah. But also, Tinder... You know. Yeah. I know how you feel about that. Yeah. I don't dumpster dive. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) So I got active on Hinge. Okay. And I actually, I I restarted my Hinge. So deleted it, made a new one. So I got a new algorithm. Because I I had all these, like, I had hundreds of just old messages that I didn't, that are just sitting there. And I was like, bro, I don't want to look at these anymore. Yeah. Deleted it, got a new one, fresh start. Right off the bat, great activity, a lot of <laughs> matches, yeah. right? Two of them moved to text pretty quickly. And I was like, okay, this is how hoeing starts. We've gone from the text to the phone, activate the hoe, right? <laughs> now, here's, here's what I didn't know about hoeing. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of work. Oh, it's a lot of work. I thought, I guess, 
I just assumed everyone operated like I do, where if I say, yeah, let's meet up Saturday, I now operate that I have plans on Saturday. Oh, no, 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 no. I didn't know that. Especially in LA, baby. There is no, there is no such thing. There is so much maintenance mm-hmm. in between. I had no idea how much flaky, how much rescheduling, how like. Some would say that hoeing is more work than relationships. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. And so let me tell you about some more experience. I <laughs> oh, I can't wait. I can't wait. Now. Away we hoe. Away we hoe. Okay. Matched on Hinge. Um, first couple messages. Hey, I like your page. It looks good. It's like, yeah, I like yours too. She goes, I love your photos. Oh. And I said, oh, so you like them thick old tattooed bear men, huh? That's what you said to That's her? what I said. She said, it's my favorite. I like to be thrown around. <laughs> okay. Now. Pretty forward, but contestant number one, make your way <laughs> to the stage. So daddy, daddy's a hoe now. So I go, oh, that's a bullseye, isn't it? <laughs> right? Right off the bat. Right I mean, off the you, bat. I mean, come on. So I say, maybe I'll have to throw you around sometime. She says, wow, I really hope so. I say, let me know when you're free. <laughs> she says, my number is da 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 da. Gives me your number. Okay. Now, this is off to a great start. You would think. <laughs> now, keep in mind, I'm new to hoeing. I don't know what to expect here. Right. But she gave me her number, so I have to initiate the text. Okay. Right. I don't know. We've already talked about me throwing this bitch around a little bit, (laughs) which I can do and I'm glad to do. I'm very strong. I work out a lot. I'm very, very powerful man. Okay. Now, so my text is very opening. Hey, woman's name. I used her name. Yeah. It's Lou from Hinge. That's it. Right away. The hoe thrower. It's Lou, the hoe thrower. It's Lou. (laughs) You know. That big bear, you wanted to toss your carcass around. <laughs> she goes, hey, ex- exclamation point. Like, I don't know what's going on. We chit chat for a little bit. Nothing sexual. Nothing aggressive. Okay. Um, she's working from home. <laughs> I hope people are engaged in this story right now. <laughs> I mean, uh, are you on the edge of your seat? I can't wait to see how you fuck this up. I didn't fuck it up. Really? I don't know. Okay, let's... Um, so, okay, she's working from home, and I, she's like, what are you... And I was like, okay, this is just small talk. And I hate small talk. I can't do it. So, I go, yeah, all right, well, I'm going to... I got to go take my dog for a walk, so I'll holler at you later. She's like, okay, sounds good. Go take my dog for a walk. About an hour later, I get a text. <laughs> says, hope your walk was nice. With a picture of her bare ass. Wow. Yeah. That escalated quickly. Yeah. Okay. I, and I, again, I didn't know that's how it worked. <laughs> right. <laughs> Brand new. Yeah, Brand new to Hoenn. Also, there's, here's, here's a society thing that I, I have accepted. I'm not upset about it, but I understand. There's a lot of talk 
about men don't just send pictures, but women can just send pictures. Yeah. I've accepted it. I'm fine with it. It's cool. Again, I just didn't know that's how it worked. So I open my phone. There's a big white ass on it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I'm very excited by it. Of course, yeah. I go, Anybody oh, would be. Hoeing is fun. I love hoeing now. This is fun. And, <clears throat> oh, forgot a detail. Before, in our previous conversation with Small Talk, we had talked about meeting up Saturday. Okay. She's like, hey, we were like, oh, yeah, when are you free? And we landed on Saturday. Sounds good. Okay, I'm so gonna, you always already had plans to meet up. We have we have plans. We have marked Saturday as we're going to meet up on Saturday. And there's been <clears> small <throat> talk back and forth. She's yes. obviously interested. She's sending you. No, so then I go, I'm going to take my dog for a walk, and then I get the ass pick after we have plans. Okay. Okay? And I said, are you sure you're not free till Saturday? Because <laughs> <laughs> I was like, right. I'd love to put that in my mouth immediately. Yeah. Now. Trying to fast forward the hoeing. Yeah, fast forward the hoeing, right? A little flirty. Be like, hey, I like the picture without... Because, again, I don't know how to respond to these things. I'm brand new to hoeing. Is this your first um, photo out of relationship context? Like, you, you know, if you're dating someone and they're sending you photos, obviously, whatever, but out of that kind of um, element... From someone who I don't know their last name and we've known each other for an hour? Yeah, for sure. Okay. Otherwise, it's been like people I've been flirty yeah. with for a while, like back in my Snapchat days or whatever. Okay. But just like, oh, hey, here's my number. Oh, would you like to see my ass? <laughs> Never happened to me before. <laughs> right. Okay. okay. <clears throat> so I said, are you sure you're not real Saturday? She said, yeah, fortunately, yeah, and a bunch of sad, whatever. And then she sends me a picture of her holding her shirt up with a bra on. And she said, are you more of a boobs or ass guy? To which I replied, yes. <laughs> right? That's a perfect, yeah, that's a perfect response. Yeah. That's okay. what she said. She said, that's a great answer. And I said, well, I'm an honest guy. She replied with a picture of her bare breasts out of the bra and said, and I'm an honest gal. I, th I think I love her. He, it's pretty great. <laughs> let me give you up. <clears throat> let me give you an update. All I'm right. having a great time <clears throat> hoeing at this point. Yeah, a lot of fun. Yeah. Okay. Also, at this point, I'm out running errands, so <laughs> I'm like looking at these. I'm like, all right, <laughs> delightful. Like trying to keep my dick under wraps in public, you know. Uh. Grocery um, shopping, like, do I need spinach? Oh, yeah, <laughs> do I need spinach? Yeah, um, so I'm like, hey, <laughs> I don't remember what I said. I was like, I'm at a Target, I never had my dick hard at Target before, something <laughs> like that, right? I don't know, <laughs> right? And <clears throat> so then I get home and I was like, I feel like I'm supposed to reciprocate with a picture, <sighs> so I, 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 I don't know how to, you, you've got dick pics down, yeah. I've seen his dick pics. They're fucking incredible. <laughs> they're great. Very well lit. Very artsy. Oh, the vision is incredible. <laughs> oh. Have you ever seen a dick pic with panorama mode? <laughs> it's because your dick's big. Get it? 
Let me let me ask you this: Did she did she ask for a picture? Hold on, we're not there yet. She no, because she's sending you pictures. And she's you, sending and you me thought, pictures. I'll send one. Yeah, because it's been. I get home. It's like a half hour later. Okay, so I feel like we're still in the conversation. So I, I just send a little teaser, right? Not a full dick pic, like half dick with a ball with my hand over. Okay, okay. <laughs> I do that. All right. She gives me a a bunch of M's. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, and something like Saturday's real far away, and I'm like, oh, you're telling me, sweetheart, <laughs> right? <laughs> um, and I think it kind of tapered off after that. Yeah, you guys started real hot and heavy. Now, I panicked. Didn't know what was going on, but it was a lot of fun. Yeah, real right. hot and heavy. Out of my fucking league here. I'm so far out of my element. Had a great time. Now, here's what I've learned. Oh, no. (laughs) And you've helped me because I called you in crisis. Yeah, you did. You did. Okay. So, oh, okay. After it tapered off, then later that night, like after a few hours of no talk, she just sent me a random text and she was like, I'm ready to see him hard. And I was like, I was again, I wasn't home. <laughs> so I was just You're like, like, I'm at a footlocker. Yeah. I can't right now. I just said, <laughs> I think I said something like, like, great. I'll see you Saturday. Or like, you know, like right. just a, just a footnote. Just like, yeah. hey, we're going to bookmark this. Hey, and, uh, don't forget what you said. <laughs> I show you in a couple of days. I'll give you the live show. Now, uh, so I think the next day we exchanged a couple texts, just like a check-in, nothing crazy. And the day after that, um, so I talked to you yeah. about picture exchanges and protocols and you were giving me pointers on dick pics, on how to take a good dick pic. <laughs> I was, yeah. All right. <laughs> I believe I even shared with you uh, a girl on TikTok. I wish I knew her name right now. Uh, she yeah. is fantastic. She um, specializes in uh, uh, Bordeaux photos for men. Um, what is Bordeaux? What does that mean? Uh, what is, is, am, I, am I saying that right? I don't know. I don't know what you're talking Bordeaux? about. Bordeaux? Bordeaux? Anthony Bourdain, Anthony Bourdain photos. That's what she specializes in. Real dark. No, uh, what is the uh, what, when you when you when the women do it in lingerie and the, it's a Bordeaux? Fo- no, that's not Bordeaux. Right. What is that word? I don't know what you're talking about. Fancy lewd photos Ris- for your just partner. Just some risque photos. Some risques, but she specializes in helping dudes take. Risque photos with your phone, propping your phone up, how to pose mm. yourself, all that kind of stuff. All She's that great, fun stuff. Yeah, so turn me on to. I wish we give her a shout out. I know. I, we'll we'll tag her somehow. But, yeah, we'll tag uh, her. But yeah, so I sent her. I, I sent a couple of videos from yeah. her to you. And yeah. Like check this. Uh, this is a nice beginner thing. Is, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I didn't use any of that. <laughs> <laughs> but okay. So here's where my thought was. I just went to the. It was the next day. I went to the, it was the morning. I went to the gym, had a great workout, mm. feeling good. Feeling good. Feeling good. Right. I'm about to hop in the shower. So my brain, brand new to Hoenn, says, get a little flirty with her again. 
right? Okay. Because in my mind, I have the green light. Mm. She sent me pics unsolicited, told me I want to see him hard. Granted, it wasn't, it wasn't, it was the day before. So I go, <clears throat> all right, let me show her. Okay. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> so I do my best attempt at a dick pic. I went with silhouette. I went with a <laughs> dick silhouette. Um, I got to tell you, I think it plays nice. It adds, it's got some mystery. Silhouette. It went with silhouette dick pic. I'll show you later. I need to see this. I'll show you the silhouette dick pic. Um, good lighting. Leaves a little mystery. But you get most of the story. Okay. <laughs> So I send a silhouette dick pic and I said something along the lines of got home gym about to hop in the shower thinking about Saturday, something like that. Right. I was like, all right, a little flirty. She doesn't reply for mm-hmm. about an hour and a half in that hour and a half. I call you up in a panic. Yeah. Yeah. Because one, my dick's out there now. Right. It's just out there, and that's that makes me very uncomfortable. I've never sent a dick pic to someone I was not in a relationship with. Really? Oh, yeah, I don't. Because of that, I'm like, oh, because if this goes bad, they just have my dick now. Oh, my dick's on, like, milk cartons and shit. <laughs> it's out I there. know. <laughs> it's, it's accessible. It's out there. I know. <laughs> Cottage cheese, too. Yeah. Oddly enough. Like, missing. Have you seen yeah. this dick? Everybody has. Yeah, it's everywhere. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so it was. So I called you up and I go, hey, man, I, I tried this risky thing and I was trying to be flirty and she hasn't wrote back and my dick's out there mm-hmm. now. And you explained to me, which again, new to Hoenn, I didn't know. You only send a dick pic when it's requested, regardless of previous activity, regardless of previous conversations. It ha- you only send them when she says, let me see that dick. Yeah. Otherwise, you don't send it. Even if you've traded pics previously, even that. Yeah. And the, the sun going down resets. Yes, because that's what you brought up. You said, well, she said to me last night, she said, I, I can't wait to see it hard or I want to see yeah. it hard or whatever. And I said, yeah, but that was last night. Yeah, that, I didn't. That know. doesn't count for today. Yeah, and that's and that was a big thing that we talked about. Was like I had this, no idea. Yeah, I understand you don't just send a dick pic, right? Like right, you don't yeah. like get your number and go, "Hey, it's Lou." And like you know, I get <laughs> Save that. this in your phone. Yeah, but I thought once you've broached the line of trading pictures, I thought it was like a green light. Mm. I didn't know that. That's good information to have. Yeah, yeah. Going forward. Men, if you're out there and you're listening and you're thinking, you know, I've been sexting with this girl for a while. I'm just going to, you know, it's midday or it's evening time and I'm getting it. I want to send her my dick. Don't do it. Don't do it. Unless she says, let me see that fucking dick. Yeah, at 11.30 a.m. on a Wednesday. It's not a good (laughs) idea, guys. (laughs) You You sent it during brunch? I sent a brunch dick. I, dude, it was a silhouette. Oh, buddy. Yeah. So, artsy brunch dick photo. But when she did reply, mm-hmm. after I had a panic attack about my dick, she said she gave me a bunch of M's. Mm. Let me just also just, 
as somebody who has recently uh, experienced anxiety for the first time, mm-hmm. an hour and a half yeah. of no response yeah. might as well be a year. You know what I mean? Oh, I know exactly what you mean. An hour and a half of just have like when you when you take that risk, even when you're like getting hot and heavy and you're sending stuff back, sometimes mm-hmm. there's a delay. Yeah. And you're like, oh, did I fuck? Especially as a, yeah. as a dude, you're like, yeah. oh, I fucked this up. Like, I, I just they're never gonna talk to me again. Like, women don't have that. No. Women, women, they'll send you a titty pic during your grandma's funeral, and you know what I say? I say thank you, <laughs> thank you for the picture. My grandmother would love this. Thank yeah. You. Yeah, like they don't have to worry about that ever. No, dudes are never like, oh man, can you believe she sent this? No dude yeah. has ever. Oh, she just it. sent me titties. I'm trying to sit here and have a conversation with my buddy, right? And now I got these titties on my phone. The right. disrespect. Never, never. So it's a weird thing. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I'm frantic about my dick being out there. I'm like, oh my god, did I have set this girl? Did I like? Am I being a scumbag? Am like, I on the FBI watch list? <laughs> like, what's happening? Side story. I was on the terrorist watch list oh when I was God. in high school. That's a true story. <laughs> For another time. For being a virgin? That's so All weird. Right. Go on. All right. That was unnecessary. I didn't know it was a crime. Was I a didn't great, know it was a crime. It was a great joke. <laughs> great joke. Didn't love it. But that's a true story. Okay. So, yeah. I'm like, oh, did I like, did I, I thought I did something wrong. But she worked from home. Right. Right. Then she wrote back. Hmm. And then a few minutes after that goes, I might be busy on Saturday. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> I swear to God. <laughs> and I was like, you could have spread those out farther, you know? <laughs> oh my God. And I said, Okay, no problem. And then she says, I don't know for sure yet, but something may have come up. And I was like, okay. I was like, all right. It's so, it feels all right. <laughs> something may have come up. Yeah. And I was like, okay. it was my dick. I took a picture of it. I yeah. said, dude, now you don't want to fucking I know. Up. So I'm like, oh my God. But the, something <sighs> may, I don't know yet. Something may, that made me feel a little better. I was like, okay. Just ill timing. Maybe not. Maybe she's just very nice. Yeah. I don't know. Um, so, but then as it went on, like we checked in a few times again through the week, a little flirting, a little da da da. And we ended up not meeting up on Saturday. Um, and then I had another woman that I matched with that we had talked about and it's like, didn't come to fruition. I'm just like, this is a lot of work. It's a lot of work. Yeah. To like maybe meet up with somebody. And I didn't understand when people talk about like having a roster that that's mm. what it was. It was like having a list of people you go like, hey, you free? And then like seeing what actually turns out. Yeah. I thought having the roster was just like, so you have a steady rotation of variety. I didn't know it was like a, a necessity of, hopefully I can meet up with somebody. Yeah, it's a list of backups. It's a, it's a list had, of like. <laughs> I had no idea that's what was going on. Mm, interesting. Yeah. But here's where all of this led me. Okay. I don't think Hoenn's for me. You're giving up on Hoenn so soon? I'm not giving up on it, but I've been thinking about it a lot. Yeah. And what I noticed was in the moments, because I had two women that I was, that I exchanged numbers with and I was texting with, flirting with. One of them, we FaceTimed for a little bit. Um, 
but when I wasn't in those, like if I wasn't actively flirting with somebody new or doing something, I found myself immediately going back to the apps, like looking for someone new. Mm. Like it became this like quick hit of like feeling good, like a dopamine hit, like getting the attention, getting the flirting. And then when, when the conversations were over, I was like, okay, let me go find somebody else. And I was like right back on the app. Oh, really? Interesting. Yeah. And I just, I didn't want to, I didn't want to become one of those people that is, that texts 15 people at 3am like, hey, are you up? Because I can't lay in bed alone because that's too uncomfortable. And I was just like, it doesn't seem that far off. Like I've been hoeing for a week and I'm already like on the app, like looking for shit. I'm like, how, how long until I'm up at 3am? Like I need somebody here. And like, yeah, it just, it felt so fucking gross. I, I felt like I did not like how it felt that I was relying on attention from these other people or these flirting just to like, and without it, I felt anxious or I felt like I needed more of it. It was, it was such a gross feeling. Yeah. So I, I don't know that Hoen's for me. No, there are there is an, an ethical way to hoe. You can ethically hoe. Keep talking. Let me hear <laughs> it. <laughs> this is where you don't really have like necessarily a roster of people or whatever the fuck, but you are talking to multiple people, uh, but you're being upfront and honest with them, and they're being upfront and honest with you, right? About what you're looking for, what you know. Um, saying that you're not really interested in anything serious or saying that you're just looking up for casual hookups, these kind of things like there's ethical hoeing out there. And especially with polyamory and all these other things that are, that are out now, like I think that's, out now, but like more popular now. I think th- I'm sorry. I interrupted you. Um, I think that's what I was do. I think that's what I was doing. Yeah. Because I wasn't aside from that one that was like, Hey, hope you had a good walk. Here's my ass. Like, that's what it was like. Hey, what are you looking for? And I, you know, i uh, just, casual dating right now like i'm not like that's what i was doing i didn't realize i was ethically hoeing that's nice yeah i like that i'm an ethical hoe (laughs) you're an ethical hoe yeah but even that because that takes away the the sliminess of it of like because because i think of hoeing when you when you think of it that way Mm. of like uh you're you know you're sexting multiple people you're doing that you're meeting up and stuff it it all feel it feels dirty because it's hidden and I think as long as you're open and honest about it, about being like, yeah, I'm not really looking. This is what I'm doing, kind of thing. Yeah. Um, then the, you're, you're giving the other person a chance to uh, navigate what they want to do or how they want to move forward with you. And maybe they're not interested. Maybe yeah. they are. Maybe they're okay with it, and they're like, yeah, I don't care. That's also what I'm doing, kind of thing. So I think ethical hoeing is, is 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 you're allowed to have a little bit more empathy and a lot of and more honesty. Yeah, I think that's the hoeing I was trying to do. Yeah. And yeah. even that I did not. I love. think you got rushed with somebody who was yeah. just trying to be like, oh, this is, you know, who is already in the hookup culture. And yeah. And you kind of like spun you off a little bit like, oh, I don't fucking. Yeah. Yeah. And that was kind of my therapist take on it when I was <clears throat> talking about all this. He he said hoeing is hard for people who care about other people. Yeah. You need slow motion hoe. Yeah, I and need, that's what he, he you need slow hoeing. So that's what he was like. He's like he told me he's like you care about people. He's like you care about how you make people feel. He's like hoeing's hard. He's like if you don't give a shit about hurting people's feelings or 
being flaky, he's like, Hoenn's very easy. Yeah, you got to like, be able to com- to compartmentalize it. Well, I'm a healthy person, so I don't do that. Yeah. Yeah, I process my emotions. I try to. That's why I go to therapy. <laughs> so, yeah, that was his take is like, it's just, it's good. Hoenn is going to be very difficult for me because I care about other people and how they feel and how I make them feel. And I might just, I might just not be a hoe, man. I think you can be an ethical hoe. I don't, maybe. A slow, a slow mo hoe. I think, but then how do I deal with when I don't have active flirty going to the absent feeling like I'm needing more? Because that's the feeling I didn't like. Because I don't think I did anything slimy. No, no. To the women. It was how I felt when there wasn't any interaction. I was like, oh, I need more. Yeah. That is where I was like, oh, this is a slippery slope of, I feel like I, that's how I transitioned from unethical hoe to like full fuck boy Mm, or sorry, ethical hoe to full fuck boy. Yeah. I don't want to be a fuck boy. I know you got some fuck boy in you. I do. I have a dash of fuck boy. It's not, well, (laughs) (laughs) a dash, maybe a cup or two. A little dash will do. Yeah. Uh, Well, let let me introduce you to an app. Uh, uh, Okay. I'm not going to be a third. I'm not going to be some married couple's third. That's not. That's not what it's about. Okay, sorry. It's called Field. Now you've. Heard, I think I've talked to you before about Field. Spell it. Oh God, F E E L D maybe. Okay. Something like that. Field. Got it. Sure. I don't know if it's F I E L D. No. Playing the field. Field. Like yeah. You field it. A field of ditty. Yeah, I gotta double check that, but. Field. Onward. Go ahead. Um, anyways, Field uh, is a different kind of app where it allows you to get more specific with what you're into. Pause. We are in no way affiliated with Field. This is not an advertisement. Thank you. Go ahead. Sure. Uh, yeah, there's no money here. Uh, <laughs> there could be. <laughs> there could be. I, we'd love to work with you. Call us, Field. Um, no, but um, Field allows you to be more detailed in what you're looking for. And especially in the uh, sexuality department. Uh, Is there an ethical hoe section? I, I mean, maybe. There needs to be. But you can, you, can, you can be more detailed on what you're looking for than these other dating apps where you're like, oh, I'm casually looking to hook up or I'm casually dating or whatever the fuck. Mm-hmm. Like, Field allows you to be like, this is what I'm into. Like, you can, you can get as detailed as you want about BDSM and being a third or doing any kind of kinks you may have. Any of that stuff is on there as well. What does BDSM stand for? I don't know. It's all the whips and leather and stuff big, like that. Big dick so much. <laughs> That's what BDSM is in my mind now. <laughs> um, but it allows you to go through and be more detailed about exactly what you're looking for. And, uh, and that way you can meet up with other like-minded people that have, and it's all displayed on their profile as well when you're flipping through and uh, like all the other things, but it's just a way more detailed way to be like, this is what I want. So I can be like, Hey, I just want to like casually date, have some sex and we treat each other with respect and it's a safe space. And yeah, that's exactly what it is. And then you can also, Mark, what kind of kinks you got if you got any in there? I'm trying to throw some hoes around. <laughs> I mean, I'm not trying to, but I will. Yeah, I'm just saying, like, you can mark hoe throwing in there. Hoe throwing? Hoe throwing. Imagine if hoe throwing was an Olympic sport. <laughs> I would be the platinum medalist. God. What? They got platinum medal. Yeah. 
They do. They made one for daddy. <laughs> they did. I don't think I've ever thrown a hoe my whole life. You've never like... No, I'm well, a buck 50. Yeah, you're a tiny boy. You're yeah. a little boy. You're a little boy. <laughs> Women love it. Yeah. They love... Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's wild. Because <laughs> you also... You have to... Like, because I am so concerned with like... I don't want to hurt anybody. <laughs> like... <laughs> yeah. You got to know your limits. Emotionally, physically. Yeah, I don't... Like, I'm not trying to throw you in it. I'm not trying to put your head through the headboard, but... I'll relocate you from here to the bed <laughs> with one little swift toss. No problem. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Women, I don't, women love it. Hmm. It's odd. They really like just, I don't know. I don't know why. Yeah. I was, was going to talk about like, I think this is why. What a stupid fucking thing to say. I don't know anything about why women like what they like. Why hmm. would I even go there? I'm, I don't know why. I'm curious more about what your therapist <clears throat> had to say about the, about your ethical hoeing. Uh, his, his main takeaway was that it's going to be hard for me because I care. And like, even I told him like having my dick out there, I was like, it makes me so uncomfortable. And then he retorted, he's like, do you think the girl that sent you three pictures, you think she cares? And I was like, no, I don't think she does at all. He's like, that's the difference. Yeah. He's like, she doesn't care at all. I was like, oh, he's like, yeah, you give a fuck. He's like, it's going to be hard. And because I was thinking about, like, let's say I do, I am in a situation where I'm having, like, multiple partners and with one of them a condom breaks. Like, in my mind, I'm like, I have to communicate that. Be like, hey, I had a condom break. I got to go get tested, da-da-da. When most people would just be like, hey, I can't meet up for a while. I'm like, oh, I just want to tell the truth. Yeah. That's ethical hoeing. I know, but I don't <laughs> think there's I don't think there's a pool I don't think there's a big enough pool of ethical hoes. It's just gonna be me and two other guys out there <laughs> and we don't wanna hang out. Yeah. I would love do are there ethical women hoes out there? Oh, for sure. Yeah? For sure. In LA? Well, I don't know, but yeah. <laughs> no, obviously. Yes. I mean in the Midwest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're Amish. <laughs> Do the Amish have hoes? Oh, the Amish be hoeing, dog. You know what I learned about Mormons? Oh, buddy. Well, careful. Go ahead. Well, you know. Would you learn this? This is a fact. Did you learn it from a Mormon? Sure. Okay, go ahead. Um, they partake in a thing called soaking. Oh yeah, yeah, that's true. Oh yeah, now you know. Now you know. Uh, College kids mostly. Yeah, so when, because uh, they're not allowed to hook up officially, so what they're they... They're not allowed to ha- engage in intercourse. Right. Yeah. So what they do is uh, uh, the man will put his penis inside the woman, mm-hmm. and that's it. Yeah, it just sits there. It just there. sits there. And soaks. And soaks. And sometimes they will have a third person come in. Oh. And like rock and rock the bed and like... Add motion just to the bed. F- just fuck already. Just fuck already, dude. Just fuck already. There was a... <laughs> I knew a person mm-hmm. growing up. Yeah. Very religious. Very religious family. Man or woman? Woman. Okay. Boyfriend also very religious. Mm-hmm. They did not want to have sex before marriage. Yes, they did. But go ahead. They so wanted to. They wanted to. Yeah. So she only did anal sex with him. Yeah, I've heard of that too. Hey, man. That's worse. That's fucking. That 
<laughs> I would argue, right? is more intimate than regular fucking. Yeah. So yeah. I, I just don't understand when you hear about these things. You're imagine like, hey, being, imagine you're fucking. Being, imagine being that guy. And you're going from anal to regular vaginal section. You're like, what a downgrade. <laughs> I hope we can divorce. We can start yeah. butt fucking again. Although, I got to say, have yeah. you ever done anal? Yeah, I'm not a fan. I'm not either. I, I don't. It's I, fine. Uh, yeah, I don't get the allure. I feel like it's just a taboo thing. Yeah. yeah. I much prefer a vagina to an anus. Personally, yeah. an, 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 the anus, that's my third favorite hole. <laughs> I got two others of it. I'd rather put it in your ear, okay? Oh, fuck wow. what you heard. Uh, <laughs> he said, fuck I, what you heard. I had some experiences as a young man, uh, uh-huh. and I dated a girl who only wanted to do anal, and I think it turned me off from anal for the what? rest of my life. For like, Was it like a virginity thing? Or? No, it was, she just preferred it. Like we would have regular sex and then she would mm. be like, I really want to do anal sex. And she like wanted it all the time, but she was like that's, really aggressive with it. And I was like, I'm not really into it. And she's like, fucking do it. I'm like, all right. That's also wild because you have a huge dick. <laughs> like that's in that's unhinged behavior. Yeah, she's broken. Yeah. Uh, Poor thing. But yeah, it was... Um, still can't walk. It's still, still <laughs> she's can't she's walk, in a wheelchair. Right? She's... Yeah. she's <laughs> No, but I yeah, I've never uh I've never I've never gotten into that. I don't yeah. man, it's, I don't get it's the fine. I think it. it's just like the taboo thing. Yeah. It, yeah, but it's whatever. Like if she's in it, I'll do it, but like it's never gonna be my first choice. Yeah. That's just me. Um now my therapist <laughs> got off track. So my therapist, trying to think what else my therapist said about it. Oh, he also because I I said all this in therapy. And he, he pointed out, he's like, so you came in talking about you think you want to have a Hoera, and within 20 minutes had already come to the possibility that it might not be for you, and you already had reasons why. I go, uh-huh. He goes, you don't need me for this. <laughs> and I was like, what do you mean? He's like, you're, you're thinking, and he, he gave me a really nice comment. He's like, I think you're closer to where you want to be than you think you are. He's yeah. like, because you have the presence of mind to work through these things and how you feel and da da da. And he's like, he's like, yeah, maybe it's not for you. He's like, maybe give it more time. He's like, but he's like, now that you know what it is, and he agreed. He's like, there is a lot of work that goes into it to like maybe meet up with somebody. He's like, there's no harm if you want to keep doing it or if you don't. Like, I was like, ah, oh, cool, man. Tell me what to do. <laughs> He never just tells me what to do. Well, yeah. I don't know if legally they can do that. Well, you no, know? One, no one's here but me and you, so tell me what to do. <laughs> All right, it's just us. It's just us. So what am I doing these hoes? So my, my opening question, uh, let me hear about your sluttiness. Let me hear about your fuckboyness. Because oh, I know you got a lot of fuckboy in you. I do, but I... Uh, I, I wish again. I, I wish I wish I was a little sluttier. I wish I was taking more risk or going out right, more right. or doing so, those kind of right. things. So what I've asked you multiple times is, tell me about your sluttiness, and you keep <laughs> deflecting, going, "I wish I was sluttier." <laughs> hey man, you're pretty slutty. I, okay, so let's talk about. You it. know, I'm more of a uh, I'm a slut text. I'm I'm a slut text. I'm a tech a slutty texter. Yeah, I'm a I'm a sexter. Here's what I'll say. Something dishonest. Go ahead. No, this is honest. Okay. I 
and we've talked about this before a little bit. I I don't necessarily always need to go through with it. Yeah. I I like the chase, I like the sexting, I like the build up, I like the exchange. And a lot of times that's good enough for me. And I don't need to actually hook up with somebody or pursue that any further for me just like that exchange and and knowing that like yeah they're into it I'm into it like that's enough for me so just knowing you could get it if you wanted it is enough that but also that back and forth is enough for me the pictures the the naughty text the the talk like I I like that I'm into that and Mm -hmm. so yeah, that's enough for me a lot of times where it almost feels like I have been with them. It almost feels more intimate. What? Yeah. Feels more intimate than putting your body inside their body? Yeah, sometimes. Because, well, you know, when you're talking back and forth and you're or sometimes, you know, yeah, yeah. You got to get you got to get into sexting. I did. Let's <laughs> see. That's, that's I did not. it wrong. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I like, and plus, like, uh, I, you know, again, I'm experiencing anxiety for the first time in my life. So sometimes, after you hook up with a stranger, you have all those, mm. oh my god, all those what ifs of like, it, almost immediately when I was younger and in my hookup uh, heyday, I always feel like shit afterwards. I'd be like, up, oh, she's pregnant. She is definitely pregnant, and I've got fucking herpes and and fucking everything. Like it's all fucking bad. Like I would immediately. There was no. <laughs> it was all hot and heavy and great in the moment, and then as mm-hmm. soon as you come, you're like, "Well, that's it. Well, she's." <laughs> and that's what ref- is what referred to as post nut clarity. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and you th- you just and it's and that right there has stopped me more times than anything of that feeling of being like oh i know i'm just going to feel like that afterwards so yeah it stops me a lot of times from actually hooking up and when i when i was thinking about when i do think about hoen um <clears throat> i do have those thoughts of just the inherent health risks that yeah. come with it but also i think i'd just feel like shit about myself because i feel like I feel like what I'm doing is just engaging in two people just using each other. And I just, I don't know that I would like how that feels. I feel like I would just feel like shit. Sometimes you do. Yeah. And And I don't, I don't want to feel like that. Like, okay, yeah, I got to fuck and that's great. Like, is it worth feeling like shit after? In my hoe and heyday. um, Last week. Go ahead. No, I was in a relationship for a little over eight years. And then when we broke up, uh, that took most of my twenties and early thirties, right? Like yeah. in that area, you went on a tear. Oh, it was, yeah, it was bad. It yeah. was <laughs> slinging dick like Harry Styles out here. <laughs> yeah, it was, yeah, it was not great. Um, but you definitely, I had those moments, but you, you have to know, and this is kind of going back to like the ethical hoeing is like, I was always upfront. I was always honest with these women. And so they they are using me as well. Yeah, that's what I mean. You're just two people using each other. Yeah. And 
It's kind of something gross about that to me, but sorry. For sure. <clears throat> Some, yeah, sometimes it does feel that way. And you do end up chasing that feeling of like, when can I get another hit kind of yeah. thing? And yeah, and um, I think you just, I think we forget though that you can turn that on and off at any time. I don't think I can. Oh, really? That, 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 that addictiveness that... Uh, that's what I was saying, yeah. Like when I, when the flirting was done, I was like, I want more of this. Oh. And I just, I don't know why. Like, it's just, it's nice to feel desired and wanted and yeah, it's fun to flirt. And then when it's over and you're just like, it's just you in a room alone. You're like, oh, I felt way better a couple minutes ago when I was... Yeah. And I just, I did not like how that felt. And like I said, I just, it felt like a really slippery slope to becoming one of those people that's just like, are you up? Are you up? Are you up? Until someone would be there. See, I never got into that area, but I, uh, there were times where I'd meet up with multiple women a week or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's also times where you would be able to pause. There were definitely times where I would feel like shit. You'd hook up with a, a couple people and you're like, oh, this is not what I want to be doing with my life. And then you wouldn't for a few weeks. And then I'd be like, all right, let's go back out there. So Yeah, this seems like a terrible cycle. Yeah. It doesn't seem healthy at all. <laughs> no, it's not I'm, it's not healthy. And that is not yeah. that is not the hoeing that's for you. That's the hoe in that yeah. you, com- you you compartmentalize everything and you kind of turn those feelings off and you turn that fuck boy way up and you go, all right, you know what, we're, this is just for fun and, you know, whatever. Yeah, I, just, I don't think I have that that gene in me. Yeah. It's weird, man. I And here's the thing. I wish I did. I And here's the other thing I talked about in therapy because we were talking about that. Like, I wish I could be that guy. But really, I don't because it feels I don't want to say it feels because I've never felt it, but it seems like it would it just it seems like it would be such an empty existence to where all of your. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Let me give you my thoughts, because it, it seems like all of your human connection isn't real. It's just these little quick, temporary like, oh, yeah, we like each other and we're having sex and we're connected. And then it's over and you're like, oh, God, this is. I don't want to spend any more time with them. They don't want to spend any time, any more time with me. And then like the post nut clarity, the reality sets in of what you're actually doing. Mm-hmm. And it, just, if it seems like such a like it's just such an empty existence. And I just I don't want to become that person. Yeah. Now. In my ho heyday mm-hmm. last week. Yeah. This was also the lowest point of my fucking life when I was living in that little <clears throat> studio apartment by myself yeah. and everybody had just died and I was <laughs> single and, and living alone for the first time and all of these things and like wanted to literally kill myself. Yeah. So yeah, all you're saying is true. <laughs> Those moments are great, but they're fleeting. And you're left with this empty shell of an experience of like, yeah, that was fun. But what, what was that? What is this? What is real? Because it doesn't, it is so outside of what societal norms are that it doesn't feel real 
because society you, pushes you think it's on us. Outside of societal norms. Yeah, society pushes on us all the time. I mean, from you, when you're a little kid on, it's when you get married, when you you got a girlfriend, you got to, yeah. oh yeah. And then when you're dating somebody, it's when's the wedding, when's the baby, when's the, it's just it just never fucking ends from the outside. Yeah. So the idea of being with somebody new all the time, well, that's not what you do. That's yeah. not what makes a good person. And you get into that whole fucking thing about like. I think that's where the shittiness and the sliminess comes from is even when you're doing it ethically and you're being honest with people and all these things, you still have this slime on you because of what society puts on us as this normal idea of what love is supposed to look like and what, how you're supposed to behave. And I think that's where the sliminess comes in. Mm, That's interesting. Every time I get out of a relationship, I think to myself, because I'm a serial monogamous. I'm always, yeah, very few times in my life have I been single. And most of the times I have been in a relationship and then there have been long-term relationships. Even from when I, when I was in high school, I was in a three and a half year relationship in high school. And, yeah. you know, on and on and on. Um, so very few windows in my life have I had this opportunity to be <laughs> slutty or single or any of these yeah. things. Um <coughs> So, but every time I get out of a relation, a long-term relationship, I always have the same thought, which is monogamy is such a bad trick they played on us. Mm. What do you, what do you mean by monogamy? What does monogamy mean? Just the idea of like meeting somebody when you're young usually is what they want, right? The ideal situation for society is like, you're high school sweethearts. Remember, you always hear about these people, right? Like, we've been in high school and we've been together for 40 fucking years and people are always like, oh, that's the sweetest thing I ever heard. Yeah, I think that's our parents' generation, though. I don't hear that anymore, but go ahead. And you, you this idea of like these long-term one-partner situations mm. is the ideal thing for society, right? And I just don't, I don't know how much I buy it anymore. This idea of like, this is your person forever. Don't look at anybody else. Don't fucking talk to anybody. Don't even like a fucking Instagram post. That's cheating. Okay, so what you're doing now is you're projecting past relationship fights that you've had no i'm saying <laughs> there no in nobody's general. saying don't talk to anybody else that that's just unhealthy relationships yeah but that's mostly relationships are unhealthy you're, there's a lot of hyperbole going in here but go ahead you would not agree that most long-term relationships are unhealthy no i wouldn't agree with that what's the divorce rate that long-term relationship and marriage are different um, okay most marriages most marriages, unhealthy. Most mar- I wouldn't say they're unhealthy. Most marriages fail. And that's a healthy thing? I don't, I, why they fail, I don't know. I, I don't think marriage is a great idea, but we're talking about monogamy. We're not talking about marriage. So these, I are, think these the, are different topics. I kind of think, well, I think the two go hand in hand. No. Monogamy can, leads to marriage. It doesn't have to. You could be with somebody forever and not legally get married. That's fine. Yeah. I think that's rare. I think it's less rare than it used to be. But I, I think when you talk about monogamy, you're talking about having one partner. Yes. It doesn't seem like you're talking about marriage or how it ends. So I think we're kind of having two different conversations. I think the two blend together. Uh, I think there's enough overlap Okay. that you can have the same conversation. 
I disagree. So let's talk just about monogamy. Okay, just about and then, monogamy. And this then I, we can talk about marriage in this. This second. idea about this is your person. Mm-hmm. Don't even think about anything. Like this is it. You nope. done. You did it. Okay. So that part of you is over. No matter how much you change, no matter how much you grow, no matter how much any whatever, like that's your person. So shut the fuck up. Keep your head down, and just love them forever. And that then that's all you're allowed to do. I don't think that's a real thing anymore. Okay. With the with the connectivity of and growth of technology and everything else, like sure it was easy for your grandma and grandpa to love each other. He never fucking Snapchatted anybody. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like duh. Uh, and even now we're getting, you know, these, sometimes you hear something like, we found grandpa's letters from the war. Yeah. Turns out there was a bitch in Kansas. He was yeah. you know, like, oh no. Like imagine if that guy had Snapchat or Tinder or any of these new technologies that we have to mm-hmm. connectivity. Um, uh, can I tell you? Yeah. Your fuck boy showing. Go ahead. For sure. Go, let's hear. Yeah, but I I I think that the the idea of one person forever is the old model. You got to take forever out of it because that's marriage. Because monogamy can be just a one-on-one relationship, and it seems I think what you're trying to say is that, <clears throat> and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but it sounds like you think that locking yourself to one partner is is not is outdated yeah i like think rega- so. regardless how the relationship ends when you're in the relationship for it to just be a locked in one-on-one thing you don't really agree with anymore i don't think so okay i'm just trying to figure out what we're now i about. now i don't know what the answer is i don't mm-hmm. know if it's polyamory i don't know if it's uh, i'm not fully sure i understand what polyamory means i know it means multiple partners but i don't know if it means do you have like one main partner and then you have like other more casual. I don't know what it means. Yeah. So you are pretty much partnered up with, with one other person. A lot of times this is how it works. Obviously there's. Yeah, right. It, oh, there's endless. Endless. Yeah. Setup, yeah. Um, but yeah, a lot of the times it's, it's you and a main partner and then you're able to date or have long-term relationships. Either you both share that person or you're allowed to uh, kind of add subcategories <laughs> under your. So uh, you could have like your main girlfriend mm-hmm. and then have an ethically sourced <laughs> side girlfriend. That's also a girlfriend, not just a casual. Yeah. Side. Oh dear. Yes. That sounds expensive. <laughs> <laughs> yes. He can have all of that. So uh, yeah, I think, and again, with this, I, these ideals of traditionalism getting peeled back more and more with the generation coming up behind us of like a lot of a lot of these kids aren't getting married. A lot of them aren't going to college. A lot of them aren't buying houses. These conversations we've had before. Mm-hmm. So I think this idea of having. When you say these kids, what are you talking about? Um, like 18 to 25 now. Okay. So you find you don't think people are buying into it as young as they used to. Yeah, I think okay. I think my generation, I think it goes like this. I think the generation before us was like, hey, we have to go to church on Sunday because fucking mom and dad are going to hit us if we don't. 
and then we don't uh, want to go. But now we're, now we're on religion. Okay. Well, I'm just I'm saying. Okay. Hey, we have to get married because that's what mom and dad want us to do. Got it. Okay. And uh, they're going to be mad if we don't get married. Okay. And I have agree. a baby. I agree. I do think our parents' generation was like that. And they're like, we don't really want to do that, but they're going to be mad at us. And then we came uh, along. I don't know if they didn't want to or not, but I do think that was the expected norm. Yes, that was the expected norm. And then it came to us, and we were like, I don't know, man. My parents did that, but I don't really feel like doing that. And now we're getting in this expansive world of what you're talking about with this idea of like long-term partners without marriage and mm -hmm. things like that where you're like, yeah, I'm not really doing that. I know my mom and dad did that, but that's not really for me. And it's more open choice. And then I think the generation behind us is going, yeah, I'm not doing that. That's dumb. There's just no question about it. Like, I don't care if you like it or not. I don't care if you're mad at me or not. Like, mm. for me, <laughs> for me, that's not going to work. Yeah. And that's just how it is. And I'm loving that because they're doing this on a lot of different levels with traditionalism, religion, marriage, house ownership, all these things are going, yeah. that's not for me. And that's great. Mm -hmm. So I think this idea of one person forever, whether it's marriage or long-term relationship without marriage, I think that's an outdated thing. And I think the generation behind us might uh, be into getting rid of that, uh, a step closer to getting rid of that. So what do you, what's the ideal situation for you, do you think? I don't know because I am a serial monogamous and mm -hmm. I do like the idea of, you know, I'm from the Midwest. I grew up in the fucking nineties. So like, I still have a lot of that family man in me. Yeah. Um, but I, I also, I like to flirt. Yeah. I, I like the other side of, it. I like the attention and I've just never really been able to explore both of those freely while I was in a relationship. I started to a little bit and then a relationship ended. Yeah. Um, but that was almost like an ideal situation for me was being able to have a steady home life of being able to, you know, come home, have the family life, do the things, but also be able to explore and take advantage of experiences and opportunities when they arise. Like I don't necessarily want to be on the hunt yeah. <laughs> you know, my whole life. Oh, it sucks. I just tried it. It's the worst. But however, the idea of going through life and traveling as much as I have and, and meeting all these people that like I have, mm -hmm. sometimes you meet somebody and you go, man, that'd be fun. Or we really connected, but you're not allowed to do that. And you can't even do that. And because society is going to, okay, great. I won't do anything then. It's interesting how you hear it in this authoritative, like, yeah. you're not allowed to do that. Which partner of your past was that? <laughs> because that's not the voice that's out there. Oh. But that's the voice that you hear, which is really interesting. It's like a shaming, like, yeah. authoritative thing. I know which partner it was. Yeah. I, I know why I'm asking, but. But I think that, I, I, yeah, that's just how it feels a lot of times or how people judge you outside of relationships, how people judge you. If you were like, if if you were. If five years ago, mm. you're in a relationship. 2018. Okay, let's go back. Let's go 10 years ago. There we go. <laughs> 10 years ago. 2013. If you, were in a, yeah, if you were in a relationship and you were telling your friends, hey, uh, we're in this poly relationship. And they'd be like, what? I'd be like, yeah, that, that means I'm, I'm with, you know, Becky. 
and we're in love and we've been together for a while. But mm-hmm. I'm kind of also seeing Sarah and Becky knows about it, but you know, whatever. It'd blow fucking like people would sh- like it would be everybody around you would be like, can you believe what fucking what they're doing? Yeah, but who gives a shit? I know, but the idea of the greater society of who saying cares? that, and I think it's less and less and less now. So I think it's a more normal thing, which is great. Mm-hmm. And I have never been exposed to that environment where you're allowed to be able to have both of those worlds. That's or, what I'm saying. Or you care so much about what other people think of and you have you to be liked that you just don't do what you want to do because you're afraid of what other people think. Of course. And that's your thing. That's not society's thing. That's your problem. So you don't think, and we know that you don't think that society was stricter on those kind of relationships years ago. Um, I don't think society is strict or unstrict. I think, I do think what you're saying has some merit in that younger people are starting to understand that your life is yours and you should do with it what you want. Yeah. As long as you're not hurting anybody else, that there's, there's no harm to doing whatever you want. Um, but yeah, I think that mindset was more rare in the older generations for sure. But I don't think society is strict or unstrict. No, really? Yeah. We've always been able to do whatever we want. I mean, not women, of course, look at the Supreme court. (laughs) They don't, they don't, they, us as men. Yeah. We can do whatever we want. Yeah, I feel, yeah, I definitely feel like there's definitely been a, uh, I definitely think you can say society is strict or unstrict at certain times. No, I don't, I don't think society has any say over what anybody does. I think it's just people who are worried about being judged or how they're looked at. That's blowing my fucking mind right now. Really? Yeah. 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 Yeah, like, I don't. Cause like, think about, have you, you've, I know you've known people, um, that are your age that are married and they don't want to be married anymore and they don't want to get a divorce because what are people going to think? You have to explain why you got divorced and who gives a shit? Pull the fucking plug. It's not working. It's not going to work. It's fine. I don't think it has anything to do with society. It has to do with what people are going to think of them. Now I'm going to push back on this. Push it back, daddy. I'm going to go again. If so, they do have more freedom there because divorce is more regular now and more normal. It happens more and more and more. Right. Um, now let's take the fucking clock back mm-hmm. to the fucking fifties, sixties. I wasn't there, but go ahead. If you're going to say, Hey, Susie and I are getting divorced. It would be, you weren't like, you'd be fucking shunned. You would be like, people would, in your neighborhood, in your family, and stuff, they couldn't fucking wrap their head around. Yeah, that's not society. That's the people that's in your society. life. That's society. Who do you think society is? Society is the greater amount of people. Yeah. It's not your neighbors. That's not society. Those are the people in your life. Yeah, but even in the idea, like, there was no... I mean, we had a TV show in the fucking 2000s about divorce court or whatever the fuck. You wouldn't be able yeah. to air that on TV in the 1950s or 60s even. Could have been the biggest show of the 60s. We don't know that. Society. Society, I would, would not w- put that on the fucking air. That I agree with. Okay. 
because you can't do it or it's strict because society yeah. was stricter then. I don't think it has anything to do with society being strict. I don't think of society as a strict thing. Really? And that's probably my straight white male privilege. <laughs> I'm sure it is. <laughs> Shut the fuck up in the comments. I get it. My life is easier than a lot of people. I get it. Yeah. I don't view society as, I guess I've, ne- I, I don't want to say I don't view it. I've never thought of society as being strict or not strict. That's so interesting. I think to it me. just is. And you either conform to society or you don't, or you find a medium. I just, I've always thought that's how most people operate. I don't, I've never understood people that look at society and be like, and see what they can and can't do. Mm. I just thought of whether you're going to go along with it or not, or pick and choose what you like. Interesting. You think society is like, society is all about careers and making money and you want to be a comedian. That's going against the societal norm. Yeah. They weren't strict on you? <laughs> they didn't say, hey, go work in a factory in Ohio? Of course they did. Yeah, but you didn't listen. And I said, right? fuck that. Exactly. Because it's not about, I don't think it's about strict or unstrict. I think it's just, <sighs> it's whether or not you want to do what everyone else is doing or if you want to pick and choose or do your own thing, I guess. So what are you going to do? Are you going back to Hoenn or what? I don't fucking know, man. I don't know, dude. I, here's, here's my in main intention. Because as we've prefaced in earlier episodes, I took a good four, four and a half years off of dating after my last relationship yeah. because my partner passed away. Um, so really, the honest truth of what I'm trying to do I'm just, I'm trying to keep myself open to connection and not put pressure on anything. And if I meet somebody that I get along with, then just let it be what it is. If it turns into a platonic relationship, I'm fine with that. If it's a casual thing, I'm fine. Short term, long term, I don't, I'm fine. I just, as long as I can keep myself open to connection and not put pressure on whatever is happening that's kind of all i'm really focusing on but this the specificity of hoeing um i don't know that i'm gonna pursue hoeing because like i said it just it kind of showed me a glimpse of something that i don't think is worth is worth it like yeah you get to have sex and that's cool but after it's over i don't want to yeah I've done so much like I'm going to therapy to work on self-love and self-worth and to put myself in situations where as soon as the good parts over, I feel like shit about myself. It just, it just seems like a bad thing for me to do at this point in my life. Yeah. I don't need that for myself. So I don't think home's for me. 